Welcome to the Kevin and Philip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Philip. Welcome to season four, episode twelve of the Kevin and Philip Project. You know, I was thinking about this, Philip. Um, it's about time for our summer break. Here we got about what two months? About two months, but we need to do a little baseball before we get going. Yeah, we'll but have to season do that starts on the next one. this week, Thursday. Yep, I saw baseball that. season starts. I saw that if uh, if you extrapolated the uh, spring tr- training records through the course of the regular season, the Royals would be let's go Royals. That's up. right. The Royals would be <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Um, I had a chance to go to the Cardinals' uh, first game. They play on Thursday, take off Friday, and Doug decided, my father-in-law, decided it was too cold to go. So that's that's a man that's aging right there, isn't it? He would have been lined up to go Where was it five at? years ago in St. Louis. Oh, supposed supposed to be, be. But it's, it's, it'll be about 60, but a little yeah. windy, and I guess for him that's too cold. That that. But I would love to go nice. to it. To spring, you know, the Cardinals always do a great show on their – the season opener, they always get a home season opener, and their Fourth of July, they always get the Fourth of July, and they do an awesome show in in St. Louis. I got my first round of golf in Saturday. It was pretty nice. This is a good day. Hmm. That was uh, it. Didn't go well, um, and then Saturday continued to get worse and worse as the day went on. But I did get to go play some golf, so that was kind of nice. And we have a special guest with us today again, Kelly Kitchener. And so I was just going to throw out to him, what did you do all day? Was you coaching basketball, coaching baseball on I, Saturday? I He's golfing. <laughs> Saturday I, I, uh, I laid flooring in my office, so that was not a fun oh. day. I was, I'm still a little sore, but uh, we got it done. And I sat through a whole day of dance Saturday. 8 a.m. till 9 at night. Dance. I, don't, I don't know how you do that. It's Have just you, so much fun. I got to throw some in here. Have you guys noticed that Philip has started posing like the girls? Yes, <laughs> my God. I didn't really He do doesn't that even on know purpose. he does it. He just sticks his <laughs> one of the on girls. One of the girls brought it up and said, you, you're posing like one of us, Dad. That's all I know. I, I haven't noticed that, but now I have a feeling I'm not going to be able to not see it. So. I started giggling as soon as I seen that picture oh Saturday goodness. on Facebook. I just started giggling. <laughs> so, yeah, I ran into Kelly yesterday at the field house. Um they had a little baseball tournament out there for a fundraiser. Uh, what was interesting was that the uh, field house apparently didn't have any heat. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd wear shorts because I was going to be inside all day. That was a mistake. Yeah. That room got progressively colder from the time I got there at 8 o'clock that morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I hope they get that fixed. So, You guys can only guess why Kelly's here. If anybody out there listening, just guess why Kelly's here. And we don't have anybody from K from KU or OU or anybody like that. We're going to talk about the – I think we're going to get into this. We're winging it tonight, but we're going to kind of get into um, the year in total that K-State has had, maybe not just as great a year as had in football, but we all know what just happened in basketball as, for the team that was picked to finish dead K-State last in Chiefs the Big fan, 12. It's been a pretty good year. Yeah, that's what I'd say. <laughs> Some of my friends wrote me this weekend. They sent me a little clip I had shared with the Kelly that uh, the, the announcer over at the K-State ba- bas- baseball game, which uh, they swept OU this weekend, but he mentioned my little hometown of Asher in his clip. Yeah, been a broadcast yeah, of, the, of the baseball, so K-State I baseball said, game. I was very proud of him that he uh, – 
noticed it. I think he only mentioned it because there were some Oklahoma kids. They were, of course, they were playing OU. I mean, does baseball get mentioned in the state of Oklahoma without the word Asher in it? Not much. <laughs> I was going to say. Do you know I was going to tell on here that uh, this past Tuesday yep. I went down to um, Silo, Oklahoma, and then and then the Prep Nation, which is a you know a group that does high school baseball all, or high school all high school sports all over the country, have a little television or YouTube channel or everything. They did a a uh, first ever inductee of the Mount Rushmore of coaches is what they called it. And Coach Bowen from Asher was their first inductee on it. And then they're going around the country. They have a football coach, I think, and a Oh, this, a basketball is, this wasn't coach. just an Oklahoma thing. This no, was it's a, a thing called Prep Nation. Yeah, so, okay. And so they gave him – he's 88 years old now, but they – you know, so it's it, probably the last time he's going to be honored that big until he's pushing up daisies. Yep. And he'll uh, – he'll um, – is a really cool thing to go to and and to sit and listen to his records again. You know, I've heard them many, many times, but I think 10 national records and just, I mean, just on and on. But, you know, sometimes the old guys get forgot about, about how great they were, even though it's just 20 years ago. It's time moves on and people forget about it. So it's good to remember it with him probably the last time is what I figure. But everything's just really continued on, right? Even after he retired yeah, it's, and it's, gone, I mean, nothing's well. really changed, right? It's nope. kind of just – Still successful. You know what I hear now? I was talking to the kids down there. The numbers are down so bad. Small schools just struggle with numbers. Like mm-hmm. only like 11 or 12 kids even came out for baseball this year. So, you know, without the numbers, it just it's tougher and tougher. But, but all small schools are in that situation, and that's why so many small schools have started into the consolidation, you know. And, yep. and I would not be shocked in the next 10 to 15 years if more schools aren't consolidated, even here in Kansas. I mean, the small schools are just going away. Well, that yeah, kid that essence. pitches for uh, O State that came out of Asher is yeah he was a dandy man that kid is good I watched him pitch he last year up, and I'm he, hoping to see him again he, this year well he ended up getting drafted and signed with the Rays oh he did draft yeah. last year yeah. okay he could he well, could have stayed another year man he's but he was he, something uh, else just he as could his flat get it yep well that sounds anyway, better than uh, to, well that sounds better than my uh, experience over the past week. Um, where'd you go yeah I didn't go anywhere so trying to get my passport renewed. Um, so he is planning on going somewhere I eventually. I am. I'd like to start like evaluating some options for yeah. that trip, uh, but I need my new passport number. And so I thought I'd do it online. Since COVID, they allow you to do it online. You just have to go take a picture on a white background, send it in with your information as long as it's a renewal, and yeah. they process it. And it's supposed to take like six to eight weeks. And uh, I did mine in January, beginning of January. Um Still haven't heard anything, so well past the six to eight weeks that they quoted me. Um, what's funny is there's I, when I did it online, they sent me an email, and it had a link, so I could log in and check periodically on the status of it. Well, all of a sudden, about three weeks ago, when I would go click that link, I would put in my password, and it would tell me it was an invalid password. And it would tell me I'm not using the right browser, even though I am. Um, I mean, I... I'm pretty tech savvy. I mean, in my house, when you walk in, you can control all the speakers, all the lights by voice. <laughs> I'm saying this to say I can change a password without a problem, typically. Yeah. So I've been trying for about two weeks now to change my password because apparently I don't know what it is. And every time I do try to change my password, it tells it gives me a, it says there's a technical error and it can't process my request. So now I have no earthly idea what my password is. And I'm a month <laughs> past when I was supposed to get my my passport. So, When's your passport expire? 
Oh, it's probably next month or two. But I, it's it's that's within actually the window, too late. There's that window that well, says no, that they I, won't let you use it. When I did it, it was it was six months. I was yeah. like six months ago. Yeah, when I when I did it, I was in, within the right. Now it would be a problem. Right. Um, Have you tried to go down to the passport office? I here? haven't yet. So I uh, I tried to call today. I'm like, okay, I'm fed up with this. I'm just gonna try to call. <laughs> when you call their their number eight hundred number, you get a busy signal. I tell you what we did to make so, it yeah, easier I'm have to for go us. Down there. We went to the McPherson and did ours, our renewal of our passport, and it went quick. I think, I, for some reason, it's a little easier down there. Well, and at and the Morgan did hers. Um, she went down to the courthouse here and yeah. did it, and it and she already got hers. It's done. We got ours for but, the kids and everything. We just went straight in and did them so, here. But hey, lesson learned: don't go online. Yeah, just go I, down I, to I the courthouse. That's just probably Biden's got his fingers stirred up in that one. So. The other thing I was going to mention, who's the pointy to yeah, head the, the passport? Who knows? A Russian. It's, it's, it's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those new IRS oh agents. They decided to move them over since they're not going to be hiring those guys now. But I get a kick out of looking at his uh, people that he's put on his, you know, his handpicked people. It's it's years ago they'd called a freak show. <laughs> I don't know what you well, call it now. He does, but they don't do anything based on qualifications anymore. No, they want minorities, God, women, just, just because. So, <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to mention real quick before we get into the basketball thing was I had an opportunity finally to try the uh, class clown pizza here in town. So, yeah. for those of you that don't know about that, it's a couple of local guys in town that have been trying to. Uh, perfect their pizza recipe i guess i would say and they do it just random saturdays as fundraisers for their kids sports they actually do have the kids there helping working they bring the pizzas out to you collect the money i mean my they, son was there helping them last time. oh was he okay he, yeah, so. i do mean they, they have, have it down to a science well do they so. cook it just in their oven or do they have a pizza uh, I'm, oven I'm assuming in their they have backyard. a pizza oven they have yeah. a pizza oven. yeah Good. and it's just right behind me so um i didn't realize that i mean i I, I know where one of the guys lived. I didn't know they were doing it at his house. Okay, until, you told uh, me about it, but if I hadn't have been told by you, how would you know that these guys exist? I Who, just see it on Facebook. I see people post on Facebook that, hey, man, I had this pizza. It's really good. You need to try it. I've tried a couple times to get in because he literally, they're like, hey, we're doing it tomorrow. Yeah, first five minutes. And yeah, first over. 30 people that sign up, you can get on the list. And huh. so this last time I finally uh, saw it coming and got on the list and and I would definitely recommend it if anybody wants to try that or thinking about trying it. it was It was a good pizza. It was very good. So, okay, yep. guys, tell us, time. tell me about the, tell me about the tournament. Tell me about the uh, <laughs> well, okay, the match March Madness. March I guess Madness. You'd call it. I did win the family. And bracket. I wanted to tell you, I wanted you to start in the beginning, um, the whole run through. Now, I'm going to just be quiet for a little bit and let you guys just oh, wow. discuss it. That's, that's like uh, two weeks ago. I don't remember that far back. You, I'm sure you can, I'm Kelly. A, go I'm from a baseball, kind of the beginning. I'm a basketball junkie. I just love it. Well, I just go from the beginning. Seasons, well, so. He's so fun. And he, I tell you, if people would understand this, why the World Baseball Classic was so good, uh, if you guys are in baseball, I don't know if you've watched and how much they love it and enjoy it, and how come girls' softball is so awesome, right. is the same reason that NCAA March Madness is so great because – Kids are so into it. You want to win so bad every game. The fans are intense every single game, and uh, and and it brings back the love of, of a little kid playing ball. So I think those those three sports get it. The it's, World Baseball Classic, girls softball, college softball included, and then this, the March Madness. For March Madness, it's uh you know it, it you're not facing a common opponent, someone that hasn't seen you all year. 
uh, like you said, everyone's in a fight right there. Everyone wants to go to the next weekend. It's just pure basketball. And then with the transfer portal and everything they've done over the last few years, the equal playing field in college basketball, I mean, it's really more equal than people think. When mm-hmm. you like, I watched yep. K State play Radford this year. Now, Radford didn't make the tournament. I really thought they would have been a tournament team back when I watched them. Uh, I was still trying to think if K-State was going to be very good or not because we were still new coach, new players, you know, at the time. Mm -hmm. But that's the kind of – it was a really good basketball game, and you could tell that Radford had had dudes, right? And that's that's been a big word throughout this tournament is dudes. We got more dudes. (laughs) And and lots of people – I mean, the announcers say it all the time. But but it's true. There's – I mean, basketball's – there's a lot of good players in this nation, and it's really starting to show that you can put together a squad, um, especially with – with this transfer portal. And so, uh, you know, I don't know what else you have planned on there, Kevin, but that might get us rolling, I guess. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the transfer portal, I, I 100% agree. When you look at a lot of these teams, they're being led by people that got to their school from the transfer portal. I am, we've had a lot of conversations around this. I am not against the transfer portal. I am not necessarily against NIL. Where I struggle with it is the combination of the two of them. Yeah. I 100% agree with Kelly. That when you look at these teams, K State we've we've talked about on this podcast would have been a four to five year rebuilding job without the transfer portal. Oh, well, with only yeah. two guys coming back, I mean, there's just no way you could expect anything in year one without the transfer portal. I'm afraid. I'm getting off track here a little bit. I'm afraid though with NIL that there are some schools that are going to have more money available that if kids start going to schools because they're getting paid, that there will be a separation of of that. But as of right now, that has not happened. No, so, I, d- I didn't think Nigel Pack's money was going to pan out for Miami, but there they are. <laughs> they look pretty good. So <laughs> and we're going to get into the end of that game here in a second too. But so – so yeah, I mean, for me the tournament, I mean, the, I mean the first round game is a first round game, but but for see, those me those are my favorite. See, the, I love first round games. For me, the tournament started the Kentucky game. I mean, big name, big coach, maybe not as good as they've been years past, but that's a big game. Like, oh yeah, huge game. So. I mean, it was fun, fun to be in that matchup. But for me, so my my take on it, and I I talk about this with people all the time, but. You know, you got to win the first game of the tournament. That's the toughest, yep. most pressured tournament game for every team in there, right? You got to win it, and especially now that six teams are going yeah. and knocking off one. Yeah, that's you know, crazy. You know, I've I've seen it happen a few times now in my my basketball watching, and uh, so when that happens, it really makes that first game something. But then when you get to the elite eight, so the regional final, you you got to luck yourself through that yes. sometimes. And that's why K-State has a fair number of Sweet 16s over the years and a pretty decent number of Elite 8s. But you go to Final Fours and there's, what, four? Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So, but that's a long way. There's, there's very few schools that, that carry a long list of Final Fours. And it's hard to get there. And all you got to do is get there. You know, if you yep. can get through that Elite game, is it's called the Elite Eight for a reason, yep. and it changes programs. I it, mean, it does, and uh, you, we're going to see that. I think at K State for sure. I was going to mention you mentioned the sixteen beating the one. Did you guys see the story about the Fairleigh Dickinson band? Oh yes, yes, I did. So they don't have a march. Oh, they don't have one. So the University of Dayton, which is like an hour from Columbus, found out about this. So some of them went for the first game. I mean, they were sixteen seed, thinking they're going to be the the uh, for only one and done or one and done game. 
And so they go, and they're literally learning the school's fight song on the way there <laughs> and go play. Well, then they beat um, who yeah, they they beat the one seed. Who was it? Purdue. They, yeah. Okay, yeah, Purdue. So they go on to the second round. Well, it was also spring break, so that's why there was a small group of kids there for the first game. But then they, p- people were coming back to the campus, so they got a bigger group. And I guess they went out and bought like plastic swords at Party America because their mm-hmm. mascot was the Knights and showed up for the second game with a full band. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so cool. What's so funny I don't for think me that's is- the first time Dayton's done that either. I think their band is, has participated. Like, when a school has came to that first four games and didn't have a band, I think their band has just jumped that's so in. so cool. <laughs> I think they've done that for quite a while. But they, they had to have bought their own tickets to get in. And convinced the gate to let them. Oh, carry I'm. Sh- yeah, I mean, I'm sure they uh, had this. I bet they got on a pass yeah. list. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm sure. I bet they. I bet they got in for free. So, but no, go back to the. So yeah, go back to the K State Kentucky game. I mean, obviously the news from that one was the uh, how Calipari acted after the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and and I'm going to get into. I got a section to talk about here when we get kind of through the the tournament about officiating. Um, I'm telling you, man, Sheboy. That dude just stands in the middle of the lane, and they don't call shit against him. Like I, I have never been more frustrated about one player on a team as I was watching that game. Like literally, tackled guys to the ground and got away with it. Well, Golden similar, you know. But um, I felt yeah. like if you really paid attention throughout the tournament, though, I felt like the big guy, so the the real true big guys like Shebway and yep. and um, Zach Eady and and Golden. And uh, they all, the big guy, I don't know if the refs get mesmerized or there's not as much big guy play anymore as there used to be true, true post play. There's, I don't know if it's just not as common and they just don't, those guys, if you watch the tournament, the big dudes, they got away with fouling, fouling, yeah. fouling, Oh, fouling. they're over and the back. It's not yeah, just the any one team, but you know, there's not a lot of just true big men anymore. And then there's there's a handful of teams that I can think and and I named probably most of them right there. But well, I guess you know UConn's got two two really big guys that are true big man. You know, but but the rest of the guys are hybrids like like Tomlin. Uh, there's a lot of guys like him right. that can go in and inside right. outside, and so they start getting looked at like a guard. And when they when they play defense, they're they're usually dragging a guy around, right. you know, on the perimeter and stuff. But a true big guy can just plant himself down in there, hang out, and then he just jumps with them and don't get called for the yeah. body foul that the other guys do. So. Yeah. No, it was it was uh, that's as frustrated as I can remember being, just with with officiating with one guy. I mean, he probably had twenty fouls in that game. Like I said, <laughs> there was one time a guy was dribbling down the lane, and I remember watching this. I put it on Twitter. Guy was dribbling down the lane, so Sheboy went to clear the lane and puts his arms out to stop the guy and kind of trips a little bit and then turns around and tackles the guy to the <laughs> ground as the dude goes by for the layup and they let it go. Like I was I was so frustrated. But then after that, I you know, K State this season to me played really, really well when they had that chip on their shoulder. I mean, obviously they took offense to getting which you're going to get voted last in the Big 12 with two returning players <laughs> and, a new coach. and a brand new coach. But you could tell they had a chip on their shoulder. They had that run in the middle of the season where they weren't playing very well, but that was right after Noel gets national player of the year. You make it to what they make it like fifth or something like that in the country. Like 
Well, and you're on your second round with everybody at that. True. Right then True. and there, you're on your second round, and it's it's. I just felt like they didn't play with that chip on their shoulder for a long time, and then when they get to the tournament, every you know, they're everybody's picking them to lose initially, and that there's no way they're going to make it to. The, I felt like they had that chip on their shoulder again when they started playing in the tournament, yeah. which I love. And playing as underdogs yep. um, was great. Yes, every every game to the last one. Well, we weren't the first round, but but against Kentucky and Michigan State, we were the we were the dog um and you know calipari calling him a little kid and stuff like that i love that because i know that's just fueling those guys at that point i would like to have heard the conversation between calipari and and marquise when when john called him i thought that would have been a pretty neat conversation (laughs) yeah so um yeah the other thing that was interesting to me and i've never really came i mean we only play kentucky in the tournament i don't follow kentucky basketball i have no reason to their fans after that game were some of the most I'm trying to think of the appropriate word I'm looking for here. Um, I mean, they were absolutely insanely crazy. Like they were literally complaining about the officiating, complaining about the NCAA's but got we, it out for why, Kentucky. Why would you, honestly, why would you not? I mean, Kentucky is a blue blood. And their fans don't expect them to lose to K State. So your fans are delusional. Be upset. That was the word. But I they're was truly not for. delusional though, because they have won a lot of national no. championships. So I mean, they. Oh, yeah. But they're, if, they're in. This, I mean, I listen to Alabama. Alabama loses two games last year, and I listen to people saying fire Nick Saban. I mean, they're they're yeah. crazy. Fans no. are and nuts. That's, that's but but I didn't mean towards them. I meant towards K State. Like they literally, if you don't kneel down and kiss their rings, yeah, like they got a problem with that. Well, I like think they it's get pissed. I mean, I feel like there's other teams that are sort of that way too. Fan bases are that way. I think Alabama fan base is a little bit that way. I mean, they were even tweeting to K State fans after we lost to Florida Atlantic <laughs> two rounds later. Still after them? Yeah. I, well, I'm glad I don't. Thing. I don't Twitter very often because yeah. there's so. some banter there that gets definitely out of control. Man, people are. are I, I was. There. Did you hear Charles Barkley's take on that fans just yesterday? I think the he had a whole take on. He goes. What where where else in the world? Like say you as an insurance guy, uh, who who can a fan can just call in that's a plumber and and gripe about and get a guy fired? Call in and gripe about a coach so much and all these. He goes, can you imagine doing surgery and you call in and start bitching about doing surgery? You're selling insurance. <laughs> Somebody just call in just, and say, well, you don't know how what you're doing. You know, yeah. a guy down start a message board and let's rock. I mean, then that's what we. <laughs> Fans control so much anymore, and I guess it's maybe the bottom dollar comes down to they, you know, the uppers listen to what the fans well, have to say. There's a lot of people that think and I donate a, and, but 20 bucks to the university, I should what, have a say. You should yeah. imagine what Barkley was saying about it. Oh, yeah. Barkley was saying, they're a bunch of damn idiots. Yeah. Oh, and they're yeah. calling in and they're determining the guy should be hired or fired or whatever. And it's yeah. K-State it fan fans. or not, I tell you what, we... We want to talk about Marquise Noel's performance. Even if you, I mean, I'm a, obviously a K State fan. I love, I, the, I love the kid. But you go back and look at his numbers and what he did in that tournament, and it wasn't I, like some guys that go out there in that tournament or and they get theirs. He was getting getting his and making sure that everyone else was yep. a part of you know. And, and they had some bad luck in that elite lead eight game. Just didn't play the same game they had. But but he still. Throws up a huge number in that game, you yep. know, all the way around. Plays his tail off clear to the end. Just doesn't take the last shot. Probably should have threw it in the air no matter what right. happened, happened because that was the, the way he was the shooting it. I think that he and I know he would have hit it. He will regret that for the rest yeah. of his life. And that, but man, I've never seen a guy could pass the ball better than he did in these four games. Oh. He, he, he looked ma- like a magician passing the ball. 
for, for yep. four straight games just wearing people yeah. out. 19 assists in that game. I mean, break the record. Uh, five foot eight. Dude yeah. just absolutely showed out, made a ton of fans. Well, it was fun to watch the panels. <laughs> the panels, as as he played through the tournament, the panel of hosts, every day, that's yes. all they talked about yes. was Marquise. And, hey, and, I will tell you this. <laughs> K-State, like it or not, was the talk of this tournament. Yeah. K-State basketball is sexy again. Uh, and it, it's yeah. a lot of that is because of Marquise Noel. So he had, in the tournament, he had... 80-plus points, 50-plus assists, and 10-plus steals. The only player in the history of the tournament to ever have those numbers. Oh, and some of those guys that are second and third played two more games than he did in that yeah. tournament. Like, that's ridiculous. Obviously, the 19 assists was a record. Well, going back to he's he's a kid that came in from where? Y'all know um, more than I know. New York. Well, he's a New York City kid, yep. and then he goes to uh, uh, Little Rock. So he, but he's a transfer guy. That that is a transfer guy that uh, Tang went and got and brought in. No, he with can't, Weber, no, he, he was a Weber, Weber transfer. Guy. Yeah. Okay. But him and Ish Mashud are the only two guys that decide to stay when Weber gets fired and in limbo of of Weber being fired and we hire Tang. Those are the only two guys that stay. Yep. Everyone else is gone. So Tang shows up and Marquise. Just basically says, "Go or, get me five guys, and we're going to go play basketball." And uh, well, and the rumor is, and I—I I mean, I've seen screenshots of what looked to be legitimate tweets, is that Noel was the one that wanted Tang. He—he he yeah. texted the athletic director at K State no, and said, the "President." Oh, I thought it was the athletic director. Said, "This is the guy I want to coach. You need to go get this guy." So yeah. supposedly that's how that panned out. But well, I, when you. I hear that there was four guys from New York City that were on the team. So Correct. Tang knows these guys somehow. So looking back when Scott Drew wins the national championship a couple years ago at Baylor, and Tang's his evidently number one recruiter. Same yeah. recipe. So he's got to be the guy that was out there in the New York area recruiting. Oh, yeah. And these guys just – he recruited these guys because they were winners at some level. And he said – he he quoted this in his postgame interview, but um, how many state titles those guys had amongst them. Yeah. Um, and how many, how successful they were. So when he when he found these guys out of the transfer portal, they were somewhere smaller, or had to be some come somewhere, and they had all won at at a high level at some point in their lives, and a lot of winning. And that's how that's how he did, you know, well, picked out. I these think guys what it comes down up. to is it's a great hire by K State to get Tang because he knew those and knew those things. Where that, yeah, no, every, everybody yeah. could have worked the same transfer yeah. portal. Well, yep. But you got the right guy that worked the, the transfer portal right. All the assistants at K-State, all of them can recruit. Nobody knew if they could really coach. <laughs> right. I mean, that was the, that was the knock when he hired yeah. the staff. There was no question about their recruiting. Every one of these guys he hired is a big-time recruiter. The question is, can they go out and coach at this level? Because some of them had never coached at this level Right. Uh, I mean, some coach AAU and stuff like that. But you know, but, if you're uh, gonna play a five drive, let it fly style <laughs> of basketball, yep. you just gotta go get yep. like the word we've been saying, dudes. Right. I mean, you just gotta go get some just dudes. Roll it out there and, and tell them uh, to hope play. they can play a little bit of defense and understand your schemes. And uh, and and one thing is, is you just like that FAU team and Coach Tang was right. I mean, those guys play 
together. They're ultra athletic, and they're just winning games because of that. They are they are together. And K State's kind of the exact same squad. Yep. yep. So, I have all the performances I saw in the tournament. Noel's got the best performance. But last night's performance by the kid from Miami was unbelievable too. Oh, He's yeah. thirteen for thirteen from the line. Seven percent. They said the only other person. That Never missed a shot and taking that many was Christian Leitner. If Keontae um, plays more than 18 minutes in that game and then gets yep. a chance to play one more round on another level, Keontae's star starts shining, I think, too, probably in the Final Four. Yep. And and who knows? I mean, we'll never know. Obviously, as a fan, I can speculate it. Right. But there's no doubt that those guys, when they're hot together, oh, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. I mean, Keontae... Against Florida Atlantic, when he got the ball, he could score whenever he wanted to. Did the problem you know? was he wasn't on the court very much. Yeah. Because did of you see trouble. his uh, Go Power Cat interview in the locker room after the game when he broke oh, down? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, I felt for him there. He they asked him about Tang and what what Tang meant to him, and and you know players don't really sometimes they'll have a tear in their eye or whatever. But he broke down, had to stop. Tyke Green sitting next to him, like I don't know what to do here. Yeah. He, he goes, Awkward. he goes, you need a second, and then <laughs> then he gets himself together and finishes a little bit of the interview. Yeah. But man, what what a blessing it was to to be a part of that this year. Um, my kids and I went to more games. Uh, we go to a lot of college basketball games anyway because that's our thing. But we were in Bramlage as much as we could get there. Kevin and I went down the road to to Stillwater, had a blast. I mean, just the. The way that, that Coach Tang and his staff and that basketball team brought life to the whole university and fan base and actually changed the way our fan base behaves a little bit, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, it's changed the entire university. So not only is the guy a great – I mean, heck. You can't say, say he, FKU anymore, right? <laughs> oh, we can't. Don't be saying – don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. And there's really no reason to. I mean, I – Hey, let's go with it, it for one second. Do you think KU – Potentially could have went a little farther if Self was yes. was there. I hundred percent think. I that. mean, I, I wondered the I day. I think that his his play calling and scheming definitely changes the game for yeah. him. I, I think it does. I think he's. I mean, as a coach, you can just, especially when you've been doing it as long as he has, you just have those feelings when you need to call it. There's right. a couple of times I thought Norm should have called a timeout when he didn't. But I'm telling, you, this is what I think, and this is you say this because I'm a K State fan. I think Bill Self is worth six to eight points a game on the sidelines just the way he works the officials. I do, too. I yeah. think that's and totally inbound, true. And inbounds plays. And there's yep. another, there's another yep. six or eight yep. there. Yep. And, and then I, the, the, the other Big 12 team, which, you know, the Big 12 is looked at as the best conference in the whole country all year not long. Not according so to Tom we get, Izzo. Well, he'll let him <laughs> think what he wants. But Texas goes, you know, without their – Mm-hmm. head coach too mm-hmm. for but i mean i know they went most of the year but yep. i would just wonder for hey. them do they go a little step further with hey and, no. and kudos I, to texas like okay so watch out i did a great i'm job. not a huge I'm not, I'm not a texas fan and, and i'm kind of glad they're departing our our area and i like you know it is what it is but kudos to texas i think they finally got it right because giving rodney terry that job is the right thing instead of they've always tried to hire this big flashy right. name right yep. and they've never got it right it's yep. never worked oh, they, they their and, whole athletic Everybody from softball to baseball to football, everything. Yep. They and do so the same thing. Watch out. Texas basketball might be the real yep. darn thing and, and all of a sudden they may become a real blue blood instead of just them but, thinking they but are. But one of yeah. their big recruiters that Texas had the last few years sitting on the bench K State right now. Yeah. So he's, he's the first one that's gonna yep. get a head coach yep. job though somewhere. He's already been mentioned for uh Texas Tech, so so um, Did they hire yet? Did Tech? No. No. No, I don't think so. Is the guys in the Final Four, is it a three, two fives, and a nine? Is that what we ended up with? 
Well, Miami was a five. UConn uh, is UConn's a, a four. four yeah. Okay, yeah. a four, two, five, and yeah. a nine. Hey, let's now, talk who, about who that for a second because that? at the beginning of the college, I don't know if I, I didn't say this to you guys, but my son Jackson will attest to this, is I said UConn is due for a national title because they pop in here about once every 10 years yep. with a team out of nowhere, and they've got a coach again that is a, a tough dude. Like You may not like the Hurley brothers from when they <laughs> played, but those are two tough dudes, yeah. man. And uh, – UConn's got all the pieces, and and that that two big man combo for them. I had them in the tough. final four, and that's the reason I won the family bracket. Um, but it, an interesting stat I saw: so UConn has more national titles since 1999 than KU, Kentucky, Indiana, and UCLA combined. Right. But when you talk blue bloods, when they're talking they about throw them in there, their name is never in there. And they all, I'm telling because you, they they're, just, they're talking about just, their women. Every eight or ten years, you just wake up and think, man, I bet you UConn wins. I bet you UConn wins a national title this year in basketball. And they're sure as, you know, there so, they are. So. The other two things I saw that were interesting, just stat wise, with some of the other teams. So Houston finished the season 33 and one against unranked teams, but one and two against ranked teams this season. And weren't they the overall number one? Yeah, but yeah. Kelvin, Kelvin Sampson is not a good dude. So they are never going to they're never going to win one. And you know what's going to happen? He's going to put together really good squads. Well, in Houston next year will be in the Big on 12. suicide watch. Yeah. No, they'll oh. be they'll be he'll get them in trouble. Oh. He gets everywhere oh, gotcha. he goes in trouble. Yeah. He'll go back to the NBA. Yeah. Yep. I mean he. he Rund Oklahoma, he he does all these recruiting violations, and you know he's doing them in Houston. There's no question because he's he's got a pattern of it. He runned Indiana, he runned Oklahoma, and then he moves right on. I got to ask you guys a question on Kelvin Sampson. Just looking at him, how many packs of cigarettes a day do you think that man smokes? I don't know. I've never heard anybody cuss more in a basketball. <laughs> he just, I don't even know if the have guy. you heard of Frank Martin? I don't even know no, if that I, guy I mean, smokes I, or not, but, I man, he looks like across, and I used to sit across from the uh, – I did a little security at OU games. Uh, in basketball, and I would be at the far corner, and you could just hear him screaming the f word and screaming. Oh yeah, just is <laughs> over the top crazy. The um, other the other number I saw that was interesting: Gonzaga is now three and fourteen in the tournament against top four seeds since two thousand and three. So they're they're batting one seventy six once they play anybody that's seeded fourth or higher in the tournament. Huh? Youch! That's oh, yeah. in the last twenty years. So. Um, they were definitely outmanned. Well, <laughs> um, you're going to see a lot of K State in the uh, when they do the one shining moment. I mean, some of those that that well, dunk, I'm telling you right now that dunk that alley hoop reverse when uh, yeah. when he was arguing with the, coach. with the coach about what play to run. And Man, I saw him look over as soon it, in live action. I saw him get the ball. And he looks over to the other sideline. I knew he was talking to somebody over there, but I wasn't realize I didn't realize who was sitting there. It was Isaiah Thomas, Mateen right. Cleves, all the MSU guys, right? And I'm kind of a Michigan State fan. Clear back to well, Mateen Cleves when he wins a national title in 2000, I kind of kind of became a fan of him as a player. And so I've always watched Michigan State has been kind of my tournament team as alongside with K State. But anyway, that's just a little story. But. Um, Anyway, he looks over at me and he says, watch this. And then he goes down. I mean, yeah. they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. That was uh, a They play. caught him sleeping. and But it was just, I mean, he, and I love his post-game interview when they asked him about it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to watch <laughs> yeah, my Yeah, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. When when he said that, when when they asked him about it in the post-game, 
Tang leaned over and said something to him, and he goes, yeah, I'm going to get in trouble. I better watch what I say. And well, so I'm like, okay, well, there's your answer right there. Like, if you really have to ask this question again, you're an idiot. Yeah. So I've said this before. I'm, I'm a morning show guy with Boomer Esiason. watch him every morning. And uh, he very rarely talks college sports. But he says, did you guys see that play last night? And yeah. that, that's the one he's talking about. And they showed it on the CBS Boomer and Geo show. They showed the – the alley oop dunk, and he go, and they talked about how cool it was. So, you know, that's going to be one of the moments of the whole tournament. Oh, absolutely. At the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, think about it. I mean, like I said before, I mean, I was kind of saying that in jest a little bit, the K-State basketball is sexy again. But you've got, what, T.J. Ford. Um, Dick Vitale said that was the best passing exhibition by a card he's ever seen in his 40-some years at ESPN. Like, all these guys were all over Twitter – tagging k-state i saw a deal that it was will he be a 5-8 nba player mm. i think he'll get a he looks he'll get like an it. invite he looks like i don't one. think he'll get a pick but he'll yeah. get an invite and he may wow somebody enough i mean look at fred van fleet okay he's not 5-8 but i don't know how tall fred is but he's not a lot he's not a lot bigger in stature than and fred's had a long long nba career. well you've met him you and your kids have met noel well, in person he's five that, he, he is five I, he yes. him and deuce vaughn are yeah. fighting on the heights yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, because I think at one point they had him at 5'8", and he ain't 5'8", so. We talked about the little guys, the little guys. Me and Paul were talking uh, yesterday about the little guys of college football, and those two that you just said are uh, something special to be the size they are, to be in Division be One thing, and, and sell the way they've been. It didn't work out for me. <laughs> I got a kid that's a little guy, and he, he fights just as hard as – I mean, not at yeah. that level by any means. Well, but, look how many people but, missed him. Yeah. That's the thing that kills you is you just go – he could have played anywhere, but he, yep. thank goodness you got him. Yeah. Well, I, I kept He's talking tough. to people at the library after the after the loss to Florida Atlantic. I'm like, man, I know this stings. It sucked losing that game because it's just like before when you see these teams in front of you dropping with the idea that yeah. you're getting an easier path. This because, was ideal to 2018. I, it, I mean, I same exact thing happened in 18. I know. In but I said, today it's going to sting, but tomorrow – you're going to appreciate this because we started talking about this before. At the beginning of the season, you're picked dead last in the conference. When they get the job, he's got two guys on the roster. If I would have told you at the beginning of the season that we'd be middle of the pack in the Big 12 and make the tournament, you would have been happy with that this oh, year. Right. That was all I wanted was just be relevant and make the tournament. As a fan of Kansas State basketball, I just want to be in the dance so that way I can wear my jersey on the first right. weekend. Yep. I mean, Thank you to Jerome Tang for making me care about basketball after the month of November, right. finally. Like, the last two years were so bad that, I mean, I wouldn't even watch, like, case, and it was it was multiple things. Their brand of basketball is horrible to watch. I wouldn't even care if it's on TV or whatever. I wouldn't even watch it. I'd go about my business. So I, I want to thank them for making me care about basketball again. <laughs> it's a great feeling. Well, I mean, my ten-year-old comes in from the school carnival after the game. He didn't watch it at home. He just was kind of watching it, and and he's he's dragging in. And, and Colton's not a huge sports guy, but he really fell in love with K State basketball this year. And I can hear him and in there, and he's kind of pouting around. And Amber starts talking to him, and then he's all, he's like kind of tearing up and. And she's trying to figure out if something happened to him at the carnival. And he's like, no, he was just – he was that upset that they yeah. lost that game. Yeah. Like, I mean, my daughter watched more basketball with uh, me this year than she's that's, ever watched. I do that every year in the playoffs when the Yankees lose. I just tear <laughs> up for two or three days. 
So, I mean, how many coaches get to say you beat John Calipari, Tom Izzo, Bill Self in, in year season. one? Yeah, that's year awesome. one. So, and I mean, his and his 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 man Drew. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, sweeps him. Well, yeah. and I, <laughs> and I'm I, I, yet yeah, next year is not going to be. Uh, it, they could, but I doubt it's going to be as good of a year. But I think we'll always be competitive. Right, turn right. But yep. two years from now. They're, they might have a team that's better than this team. I mean, well, if he it, recruits like we're saying he recruits, who knows? He we could do, be we, unbelievable we've got, the, again no, next we've year. got the top guy in the state of Texas and the Day top Day guy in Chicago. A, is a Chicago guard. Yeah, coming next year. Absolute stud. And, and it, Taj Manning is as legit as everybody says he is. I mean, I, I say that they got pieces next year, but they're going to be very young next hey, year. Cam Carter's got lots of experience now. Yep. Ish is back. coming back. Ish is back. Uh, Tomlin's back. Yeah, I mean, there's so, there's a lot of parts yeah. there that that this thing goes really well. well you, we talk about this transfer portal and how quickly you can get good. So St. John's hires Rick Patino. Uh, you think they'll get good quick? I don't know. If Rick, I don't, know if Rick I don't think Rick has, has it in him. He that's, can't that's, cheat anymore. I mean, well, I wondered about that. I thought, well, that's kind of. A, I mean, I get it at Colorado. Whenever you go hire. Uh, prime time, yeah, and I could see I could see Colorado turn around quickly with prime time, but prime time's a different animal than Patino. Yeah, Patino's, uh, I don't know. I mean, you should go after a guy that just come out of the NBA that still has a name. Go hire Charles Barkley or somebody like that. Right. That'd be. Right, how about Jay Wright on the uh, on the you know on the um, panels there? Jay Wright was awesome. I thought during the tournament, his insights after games, yep. and you know he. He even became a big fan of, of Marquise and was pretty high on him and his play. But Jay Wright, obviously legendary coach. I thought maybe we'd start seeing his name leak into some of these jobs, yep. but I don't know if there's a job that's big time enough for yeah, him I don't, right I now. I don't think so. Um, I don't know if the money's not so good on the TV side that some of them go, man, this is a lot easier. He was really this good. This is a yeah, lot though. easier to I li- I'm a as a basketball fan. I liked listening to him on those panels. Well, and I always liked that. I mean, I would a lot of people hated Bobby Knight, and I thought towards the very end of him being on ESPN, there were some games where you could tell he wasn't a hundred percent there. But I really enjoyed him calling Big Twelve games because same deal. Like some of the things he would talk about, mm-hmm. some of the insights. insights I mean, awesome. that's why I like watching that Peyton and Eli. I mean, that on Monday Night Football. I mean, yeah, the the. Uh, some the, don't have the interviews a are okay, <laughs> but for them to be able to sit there and be like, okay, this is what they're going to run right here because if you look at this, this, and this, this is what's going on, and they would yep. be right like ninety five percent of the time. I mean, you know who I'm looking know, forward but, to in like five years from now that will be in college football and be on the game day set every week, and you guys will drive you guys crazy. But I'm looking forward to it. Bobby Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Oh. I knew it. I knew you were going to say he that. don't have a long time left in the NFL, and he is. He, I guarantee you he's going to be a guy on man, the. He'll be in there. You, if we were talking about Cheerio commercials, you'd have said, "Man, I can't wait till Baker Mayfield has right, Cheerios." Man, he's, but he's already got a commercial for everything else. I, now you say, "Man, he's got to play on both co- all the coasts." He's been on Lake Michigan. He's been out on the West Coast, and now, now he's, he's all the way the back Coast. out on the East Coast. He's yeah. living it up. Speaking of uh, making a lot of money yeah, doing it. Yeah. Speaking of of Bobby Knight, have you have you guys seen the Thirty for Thirty, The Last Days of Night? I it is really really. I, I mean, good. I have to think no because I don't recall no, it. I've but all right, watched it. It's if you like, I'll go watch. If it. you liked that, I mean, I forgot how much was going on with that deal um, and how fast that in he Indiana got a or job. in Texas Tech. At Indiana. At Indiana. Okay. So watch it. It's, I mean, I I like it. It was it was really good. And I'm I'm 
When's the uh, Baker Mayfield 30 for 30 coming out? Is that I haven't seen the debate yet, but <laughs> I'm sure that it's on its way. Yeah. <laughs> so two things I want to I want to I'm going to bring up Ku for two things because one of them is good and one of them is funny. Um, in this run, and there's no one and to I'm, defend themselves. And I'm not, here. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you want to defend Ku today? <laughs> so I will say this. I gained a lot of respect for Bill Self in this tournament. And the reason I say that is because after watching how much of a whiny bitch Tom Izzo and John Calipari <laughs> are after they lose, yeah, and you didn't bow down and kiss their rings, Bill Self, and as far as I know, has never acted like that, made any comments like that when they've lost. I mean, it's pretty simple on some of those because, you know, some of these tournaments, they haven't gone very far when they're supposed to go a long way. Right. So He's I pretty say gracious that. in a yep. loss and a win. I mean, I, Bill yep. Self is Bill Self. He's got that Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma draw. slide yeah. to him, you know, and he's yeah. a, I don't know. He, I've told you all a lot the guys, times. The guy's was, an unbelievable coach. I mean, I mean, he's brought up and probably eaten a lot. His dad was the head of OSSAA all of my yeah. life growing up, and he, 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 he knows if you roll a ball out there, you anybody can win. Mm -hmm. Anybody can lose. Well, there's my good. Now the right, funny. Let's get to this funny right. No, I. So when KU lost their game to Arkansas, right? <laughs> yes. The picks? So just so you know, and for our, some of our listeners our who Kansas. listen all the time, um, so about halfway through this podcast, our our good friend Paul, our Arkansas boy, walked in over here. He's sitting over here in the corner waiting for us to get done. Guessing there may be a, a beer or something in in some people's future, but um, yeah, lost to Arkansas. So that's uh, the second time I lost to Arkansas this year. Is that right? <laughs> so their their women did get beat. KU's girls did get beat by Arkansas's girls though in the WNIT. Oh, I, I missed that. Semifinals. Okay, so three. <laughs> so no, KU won. So Arkansas, oh, oh, Arkansas had a okay. chance to sweep them on the year gotcha. and uh, didn't get it done gotcha. with the women's basketball squad. Well, so. what was funny was they were blaming the rest for the loss at the end of the game. Okay, t tell you something. Creighton has a complaint with the rest. Well, we're going to get to that. So <laughs> we're going to get to that. If you have any complaint about the whole tournament, and, and everybody that loses is going to always blame a ref, but there's one other thing that I think this drives me crazy. At the end of all games, almost any game that's a close game is, I think there's too many timeouts. The timeouts drive me crazy. They're long. At the, I mean, they're just – I saw in the one game, I think this was the Texas game last night, they went timeout – Set their play, timeout, set their play, timeout, three timeouts in <laughs> yep. a row. Where I feel like, I mean, it kind of takes away from the flow of the game. Then all of a sudden it doesn't go right for you. Well, and then Texas, it's but maybe two that's what they're trying to do. 79-79. And then all of a sudden it's an 87-71 game. But I think if the flow and you just let the game play itself out, you'd come down to a buzzer beater to win the ball game. Yep. But the timeouts do affect it. I know the strategy of it. I'm just saying as a fan yep. watching, oh, yeah. it will drive yep. you crazy. Yeah. Well, my my funny thing was so after, right after the game. There's I don't I, I don't think I wrote down the guy's name like I usually call him out. Um, but uh, I mean I I saw the the complaints about the officiating, which got me laughing pretty hard. But one guy said, "Don't tell me offici officials don't dictate or determine games." I'm like, nobody has ever said that to you as a KU fan who's played in Allen Fieldhouse. Right. Everybody <laughs> agrees that the officiating can dictate the end of a game. So yeah. I, that was a good one um, I, I saw. And then the other one that, that was kind of funny to me was 
um, they were all on Twitter bitching about our the path and how easy the path was. Doesn't with, sound very easy to me. Well, so just just in, <laughs> in reference to that comment, I'll throw this out there. So I'm using the Ken Palm rankings, which, I mean, everybody says they're the most accurate of, of all the rankings. So last year, KU's run up to that point when they won the national championship was 187, 50, 32, 41. So those were the Ken Palm rankings of the four teams they played. K-State's this year, the easy year, was 113, so 60-some <laughs> better in the first round. 26, so half of 50. 25, which theirs was 32, and 21 was the was Florida Atlantic, and, and KU's was 41. So literally, almost all of those were half of the rankings of, of KU's path last year. Yeah. But yet... We were we were getting lucky because we were playing yeah. lesser opponents than than they would ever think about playing. So, um, I, the path is never going to be easy anymore. I don't think for anybody the way the way that we never has been. No, no, you never win that tournament. You win that thing, man. You've done and it, it doesn't matter. And you had some luck. Along you could the way. be the yeah. number one, right? If you could be the number I one had, ranked team, but you got to have some luck on your yep. side too. I had a guy. You know, we, he wasn't. I, he was, but uh, I he bet me twenty bucks and and I said man that was a that was a pretty good twenty dollar win for me and he's like yeah you lucked in on a couple bank shots and yeah. i'm like that's not luck man you throw the ball in the air if it yep. goes in the hoop it's two or three points yeah. so <laughs> who cares it puts on the scoreboard the same way whether it hits the backboard or not and then that tournament stuff's got to go through the hoop i, I think one of the there, luck so. things of the whole thing is just if you can stay away from injuries oh that's, that's a huge part uh, of it you know oh, if marquise no noel goes out with that ankle injury yeah. and stays out yeah, yeah. we're done right yep, yep. No, and so it, staying healthy yeah, is yep. a and huge it, luck thing. I don't know if that's luck or not, but if you every it, team's got one player that will affect their run in that tournament, one hundred percent. Every team easily. has one, and some have two. But, I mean, but it comes down to matchups. One. I mean, w historically, we're not real good against against the the big guys this year, the real tall guys. We struggle with those a lot. We struggle with rebounding and all that kind of stuff. Um, Where would all the big guys go? They're coming back apparently. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Apparently, Russia. <laughs> All right, so you that let's, one dude is Russian, but you know he was at Tech before he was at FAU. That whatever that golden, golden. That Vlad Golden, yeah, was at Texas Tech, yep. and he then, really did play yep. well. Give him yep. give him credit; yep. he played well. As I thought, there were some fouls and over I the backs that I thought was so over the back is not a foul. That's no. what officials always tell. It's me. called yeah. a push. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm you can't make contact. People. You got to jump but straight up. But there was a couple right? times. One time, didn't he even look at the ref like he was? was oh, oh I, no, it was I when he he. He charged Desi. Desi hits yeah. the floor. He looks down at Desi. It looks yes. at the ref. Yes. And, yes. Then, and then, then goes up and dunks it. You have to call something. <laughs> well, there. When, it's the, either, when the kid himself Either a block or a charge. Or a flop. Something. That was some, like well, that was one of the three looked, I called out he here. Like, uh, the kid even knew he just fell. Oh, no, yeah. He the, looked around at like Desi two went flying. People. That was one. There, there was a, I think it was a Michigan State game when Keontae went up for a shot and got killed and then slapped across the face. And the ball, they called the ball out on K State and gave it to Michigan State. That was one um, that was that drove me absolute crazy. But yeah, that that Desi call, and then the the game Desi fouled out. I think that was Michigan State game as well. Like yeah, fifth foul, he is standing <laughs> like this, and they move. show a view from the side. Zero, not even his jersey touched the guy, and that was his fifth <laughs> foul. I mean, it's. I, I've harped last couple years about the when they go in for a layup and they blow the whistle expecting some contact when nothing happens, and then they got to call something. Or the other one is 
when they when they wait to see if the ball goes in before they blow the whistle. Like it's either a foul or it's not whether right. the ball goes in. So you want to talk about Creighton? Oh man, that that call never gets made. First of all, I mean. It, they had to show a bunch of replays before anybody even picked up that he had his hand on his hip, and yep. that's what the foul was. Right. And sure, he impedes him there, but I don't know. That that doesn't get blown very often nope. with how, what was it, 1.2 seconds left? Yeah, I think. it wasn't much. It was, yeah, it was And then for the guy to go to the line and miss the first one, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, this is going <laughs> to yeah. ride itself. Yep. The old, the yep. ball, Karma, don't, the ball yep. don't lie, yep. but it did, didn't. It was. So there was a 50-50 shot that that was the right call, I guess. And, and uh, But then they throw the ball the other end of the court. Right. And McDermott, you know, I understand his frustration. He doesn't even get an explanation as to yeah. why we're finishing the game right here. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah. It. Yeah. It was. It's probably correct when they go to the because they get a lot of looks at it, you right. know, and the the guy probably did touch it. But I was trying to watch it in the middle of the field house, and and I just couldn't believe what was happening. Yeah. But uh, so, did you guys see the the end of the Texas Miami game when Cunningham boxed the guy out and took him out? I missed it. Yes. Pushing, I so what do you do? You think that was a, that was a foul oh. on on the guy blocking him out? The guy blocking him out was definitely fouling. No, see, I'm on the opposite block. side of that. So I think. Well, you can't just. I mean, he was completely backing into. The you guy. can do. You can if you're boxing no, somebody out. You can push him back. The, the catch is the catch is. The, hey, we don't have a disagreement very often. <laughs> so I want to enjoy this. So the catch to me is this. I. When the guy jumped in the air and then he kept pushing him back, that's when the guy fell yeah. over the top. So you're telling me by calling that foul on the guy blocking out that any time I'm playing and a guy puts his ass in me to block me out, if I just jump over the top of him and he takes a step back, that that's a foul. You're gonna, I'm gonna bail him. I'm just gonna jump every well, time. I felt over like the he top. backed into him after when he jumped. Then he backed into. See, him. I, I don't think they would call it if you. If you're on the ground and you're connected right. and then you jump, they're not going to call that. Yeah. But if you're in the air and you get backed under it all, they're calling. But when you're playing and you start backing somebody up and he just Was jumps, the call against Texas? It was against Texas. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with it. <laughs> F Texas. It. Tuck Texas. I don't know. I just I just felt like he was backing the guy away See, from the hoop. See, y'all say that. If I said the other, I'd have 48 messages when we got this thing online. I'm not saying no, it. I, I just felt like he was backing the guy away from the hoop. The guy jumped. He did keep backing him up, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like in that case, I'm just going to jump every time if i'm the guy being boxed yeah. out if they're gonna call a foul on the guy boxing me you know out, i so. think we can go back 50 years and still and probably hear my parents my mom and, and doug and different ones can bitch about refs the ref did this the ref did that so that's never a never-ending story but is is it so bad in the nba and i don't watch the nba enough to know this but it is nightly the guys are tweeting about it the guys i mean it's like the like the referee union should probably go and say we got to cut this out donkey could is of course good for Dallas and I'm glad that it's I'm glad that they're falling on their face for bringing in Kyrie but but I mean he got like his 16th technical last night so now he's out of game and has to pay this huge fine which I'm sure he could care less but still it's all over every technical is not because he's fighting with other players he just rips the referees every night yeah he's I don't know how you got it can stop that but some of those guys you can absolutely like there's some of those guys that have eight nine ten technicals on the season that if you go back and look at them, most of them are from the same referee. Well, that was Fred. Yeah. That was Fred Van Vliet's yes, uh, complaint that's a few correct. weeks ago. Yeah, that, that guy had given him eight of his nine technicals yeah. on the season, and so he's going off on this guy. Then yeah. he gets fined. And yeah, he, he said, know, "I don't care. I'm I'm going to get fined. I'm, I'm, I'm letting this thing fly." Yeah. Who would give Kyrie Irving a contract in the future? 
He goes to te- teams and just destroys them from the inside out. Just – and I don't know what Mar- – I thought Mark Cuban was a smarter guy than that. that. I saw he tried to get somebody kicked out of the game the other night. So He did. He got yeah. a guy thrown out yeah. last night. So, Well, yeah. we're just about at an hour. Um, one story. I just saw this come across Twitter this morning. I believe it's legit based on some research it's I did. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't just go by the Twitter. I actually went and looked at it to see if there was other things reporting this. So, Gordon Ramsay, if you guys listen to the podcast, you already know that I, I really like Gordon Ramsay. So, apparently, Colin Kaepernick went to Hell's Kitchen in Vegas here within the last couple – this happened within the last couple of weeks. Um, and it wasn't a big deal. Nobody really said anything. He's just doing his thing. Well, apparently, some kid went over to take a picture with him. And so, Kaepernick knelt down like he, was, like he did at, uh, right. during the football games for this picture. I don't know if the kid asked him to do that or not. But I guess Gordon Ramsay saw this oh, no. and pissed him off. So he went out. <laughs> in his place. In huh? his restaurant. So, just taking so a knee. he went out, told all his kitchen staff to come out and take a knee. Well, he kicked Colin Kaepernick's ass out of his oh, restaurant. Gosh. And he had to walk through all those people with, with, down on a knee. Oh, so my goodness. I thought that was pretty funny. I just saw that come across Twitter today. So, <sighs> That's All right. Well, well, I guess what you got? I guess what you get. All I got. Hey, congratulations on the great year in everything for K State. They're they're uh, they've they, look around the Big Twelve. They've probably had as good a year as anybody in all sports so far, except softball. We Gene still Taylor won Athletic Director Oklahoma, of the Year this today. Yeah. They announced that yeah. today. So women's so teams had a good yeah, run in the it, WNIT. Even some of my buddies wrote and said, "Man, it's been a good year for the Cats, hasn't it?" And I said, That's "Pretty good for Johnny. He gets <laughs> he hires all the staff. They went, if they, hey, if the place isn't, if the place and... isn't very full." Uh, he doesn't need to hire. Don't need many very many people. people. Yeah. He's yeah. been having to hire a lot of people to help take them tickets. So, great year for K State, and I hope next year at this time somebody says, "Great year for Oklahoma." Hope. Maybe football. That's I hope. Well, we just said if our guy can go to the transfer portal in basketball, we can change well, our that, and ways. That's, quickly. You know, we did we did mention that one thing I was going to say was what'll be interesting to me is after we were talking about who's coming back next year. Let's see who does and does not enter the transfer portal. Because they're basically saying yeah. every team, you're going to have a couple people. Yeah. They're going to leave every year. Uh, there's three and of so, them that will leave this year. Who's that? Dorian uh, Finister. Finister, Finister will yeah. go. Jarrell Colbert will go somewhere Colbert, else again. Go? I don't, yeah, he's not going to play at K-State. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, what's the other little guard's name? Um, yeah, I figure Finister would be gone, but um, that was the only one those, that I could those think Those three of, will so. go away um, to make room for – some transfer guys right. that are probably already because that's the thing. To. If it's just a couple guys, you're gonna have that every year now. No big yeah. deal. If you start having like mass, like six, seven guys, and they may not. Win, I mean, there's so. so much love in that locker room. Maybe I'm wrong yeah. completely. I'm assuming those guys want to play and knowing what we got coming and and what may be out there available. I mean, like you said, K State basketball is kind of sexy again. There's a lot of kids probably want to play for Coach Tang right mm-hmm. now, especially after yep. watching him in this tournament. Yep, yep. they're they're. For them to go find a player or two is going to be pretty easy. Yeah. They're going to have to tell guys, sorry, we yeah, don't need you. Correct. And so they can be that's picky. what's going to make us relevant, I think, for fast and for a long time is is if he stays – I mean, he's, he is who he is, and he's, he's the real deal. It's not a it's not a, uh, a facade. Like that, yep. Jerome Tang is Jerome Tang, and, and there's going to be a lot of guys that want to play in that system for and that And you don't have a scare time. of somebody's going to come searching for him. Oh, no, they are. Yeah. 
They're no, good. they are. We're going to have to pony up. There's no doubt about yeah. that. No, I, I think, I feel like I think we got five good years, though. Yep. Yeah, before. See, I before think if you make says, it, I think if you make it five years, then you've got well, him until he enough. retires. Yeah, yeah, right? I hope so. so. I hope so. I, I think I think your first year or two are going to be your your concern. If you can get past those first couple years, I mean, I mean, he seems like a pretty loyal guy. I mean, you know, he waited so he got offered other jobs, and for he waited for what he felt like was the right position for him at the right time. He and wants the so, whole program. Like so, he's right. I mean, did you see the? The airport yesterday. Yeah. I mean, yep. they had a full-on pep rally. Yes. Coaches speak. Did you see? He's Dream, standing up Dream on the baggage Dalling. claim. Is it at the Manhattan Dr- Airport? Yeah. Dream yeah. Dowling dr- gets up there to play yeah. to play little baby one time, and he has tears, tears streams yes. down his face yeah. as he's going up to play. I mean, those guys are in a special place. We're going to lose some assistance, but I think we got Tang for a while. Yep. I went over to check the temperature in Aggieville yesterday. Just wanted to kind of go check it. So I w- went over and had tacos. That was the, the dance uh, thing in? No. Oh, what were you in Manhattan for? I, Annabelle's practice driving, and she wanted to go eat a taco in Aggieville. Um, Dude. So anyway. <laughs> Did you go to Taco Lucha? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Was you over there? No. Call me next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we went over and checked out. And, and you know what? People were pretty happy overall. And it was kind of it's pretty chilly yesterday. But overall, everybody's pretty happy. But one of the things you say, the airport, we drove out by the airport there wasn't a parking spot left, and I read things yeah. that said the K State, and this is you can always compliment K State fans for bowl games and things like this. But they travel extremely well, and they traveled to New York City really well this time. That was really full of K State fans. Yeah, you probably you probably got yeah. It was. I mean, th- that airport was full when when that yeah. when that team plane landed and they were getting off the plane. It was it was packed in that inside yeah. that. They were literally they had set a speaker out on the baggage claim and they were up on the on the conveyor belts with microphone talking to the to Pretty the fans cool. there yeah. so i i'm excited to watch it happen and um i'm just excited i mean to be relevant enough to to make hopefully the the back and forth games um on i-70 yeah. there fun to watch instead of a, a complete yeah. and phil still hasn't time. paid his bet off yet oh i've got i've got the thing either has jimmy it. jimmy owes me 50 bucks i <laughs> Didn't I say I was going to take it off? Something? No, I haven't had $20 you were in gonna, my pocket in so long. I can't pay you back. Yeah, you were going to, but our drinks ended up not costing us anything <laughs> that night. So We so. had quite a party over here at Kevin's house for his birthday. Oh, past yeah, we week. did. I we, seen uh, some pictures. Uh, we dressed as our partners. Yeah, uh, dressed as your spouse I'll party. Tell you this. Phil, I didn't Kevin, think you could look like Lisa. Uh, oh, you, you Phil one. You it in just Phil like one. her, man. Yeah. Well, Kevin <laughs> had on um, Lululemon's. A man should not wear Lululemons. I'm telling I you right now. There was some adjusting going on <laughs> yeah. in the video yeah. when you walked in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I learned what you can and can't do in a pair of tights. Yeah, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my. So. Pretty good, fun party. Guys, thanks said, for having me on. I really yep. appreciate it. This yep. is fun. I like yep. doing it. So. Philip, any parting words? No, just don't wear Lululemons. And I <laughs> gotcha. Won't wear not going to be I a problem. Feathered uh, earrings. Not going to be a problem. Well, thanks, Kelly, for joining us, talking a little K State, and. Uh, I guess we're done. Yeah, congratulations. One hour. So, yep, we'll be back uh, in a couple weeks. Go team. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Philip Project Podcast. If you would like more information about our podcast, guests, and to join in on the discussion, please visit our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash Kevin Philip Project. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.